0: Yo, welcome back! It's Wednesday, you know what that means. Going
1: hard in the paint already.
0: I know. I saw. Wow! You Thank wild.
1: you. Thank you very
0: much. We find these and pop them up. Thanks, John.
1: It's much appreciated. I was getting wild. So, yeah, you're crazy, my friend, but we love you for it.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm going to apologize in advance if my uh, internet takes a dump extra early. Apparently, while I was at work today, our entire internet provider here in the middle of nowhere got struck by lightning. So either it's going to make it super fast or super shitty, and I'm going (laughs) to lean toward the latter.
1: It just turned your internet into the flash.
0: I I hope so. I hope so.
1: It it goes it goes so fast now that it just doesn't even register.
0: Yeah, I'm already in the future. Yeah. I'm already in the future. Well, I hope everybody's having an excellent week. We're halfway there. We're on the winning end now.
1: We had a bunch of storms this yeah. week.
0: That's true. It was like 85 yesterday. And it's supposed to be like 35 today. So yeah. Illinois is pretty sick.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was telling Steve this morning that on my way to work, it just, it was hammering. It was, it was so bad driving to work and the, the sky just looked super ominous because you could just barely make out things, you know, cause it was so dark. And I, I uh, was starting to see people pull over. And put their hazards on. And I told Steve, I was like, not old dad. I was like, I just picked up my jelly donut, started eating it, and just kept on a cruising right on down the highway.
0: Jelly donuts are pretty fire, though. I mean, if I'm going
1: to go out, I might as well go out eating a jelly donut.
0: Yeah, it blew in hard at work. We were hiding uh, <laughs> up on the hill, we call it. And um, the wind blew in, So whipping the truck back and forth and then the hail came in. I'm like, "Hail, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. It's awesome. Oh, so what's new hollow chat. I see all of our friends in here. It's looking like everybody's having a good time. They're already hashtagging Kyle's feet pics and shit.
1: That seems to be a, a Wednesday ritual at this point. Yeah.
0: They're uh, they're eventually gonna it's gonna have to happen.
1: What Fep yeah
0: holocult mm-hmm. talks we gotta answer
1: That's true democracy oh, that. desirable. Thank you Laura. much appreciated.
0: Oh hashtag hashtag my mullet It's not a mullet yet it's it's all party right now. yeah, all party. So
1: speaking of parties and bullets (laughs) uh, heads, I forget her name. So I apologize for forgetting your name, but I had a lady message me on Instagram today and I guess her car took a shit and she was out looking for a new car. And I don't believe she had listened to our last night shift yet. And she's like, as luck would have it, I literally almost bought like the brightest orange El Camino.
0: Oh my God, please do that.
1: I was like, why would you not do that? You could have done car truck burnouts. It would have been awesome. It would have been. Like, could you imagine the brightest orange El Camino? I can't and, actually. And then on top of that, on top of all that, I think it was Yesterday yesterday or monday I'm founder j- there you go Ha! <laughs> uh i was driving to my job site and i drove past a 70 el camino red with black racing stripes oh
0: my that's a that's a that's a sign
1: right that's fate that's kind of where i'm at with it you should have stole it <laughs> well i don't know how well that would have worked
0: ask for forgiveness not for, for not for permission All right, yeah
1: I agree I agree but I also can't afford to lose my job currently so
0: well once we create these and start selling them I mean <laughs> I'm not opposed uh, oh this is one I wanted to share too. I it's not even a show I just like hanging out with the chat okay if you want the hair flow we got to get 200 people in here
1: that's, we are a little ways off of that.
0: That's, that's the deal. 200 in here and the hat comes off. And it's magnificent.
1: My hair is about to go bye-bye.
0: Oh man. It's
1: about to get cut. <sighs> <clears throat> My wife's probably TO'd.
0: <laughs> Cause you're going to cut it off? Yeah. We could just grow dueling mullets.
1: I could probably rock a pretty sick mullet.
0: Yeah. We're like different sides of the same coin, like light and dark.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it does kind of fit the bill.
0: That is. That is very matter of fact. Um, what kind of weirdness is going on this week? All, all paranormal Twitter is just a bunch of fucking drama. So I've just been really? ignoring it. Yeah. Just, you know, how it is.
1: I uh, know I don't because I don't I don't do Twitter. So. Well,
0: you're not missing anything.
1: I don't do many
0: social medias. Paranormal, more like drama. Normal. Yeah,
1: my wife just said I'm not cutting
0: my hair. My little brother can't confirm.
1: Well, see.
0: <laughs> um, I did find a weird story on Reddit that I don't have permission to read, but like I said. Forgiveness over permission, right? If it ever gets back to the poster, we'll talk about it. Super weird. Super weird. So I'm going to share it. It was posted to the r slash aliens board. Facts. Facts. That's, that's true. That is true. Dylan could probably build you one. Probably. All right. So this was posted to the r slash aliens board. It was fucking strange. It says, help. My mom just casually dropped some crazy news on me, and I need help making sense of it. It says, for background, my parents are super Italian, and mostly conservative Bostonian. Talking about aliens or UFOs is still crazy to them. So one of my cousins, who I'm not that close with, sadly, has apparently gone off the deep end after losing his job. My mom called me out of the blue just now to say that my uncle and my adult cousin had gotten into a physical altercation. Turns out he became super consumed with the idea that greys UFOs and aliens after having some downtime without a job. My uncle was getting super concerned about his obsession and the shit turned physical. I know my mom doesn't talk about that kind of stuff, so I didn't entertain the alien idea. But then, before she hangs up the phone, she told me something along the lines of, when, quote, when me and your uncle were in junior high, we saw these Dr. Seuss... Character-looking men come up from underwater at the reservoir lake. They lived in an isolated part of western Massachusetts right near a reservoir. Apparently, my uncle, my uncle wanted to take a closer look at whatever the hell he had just seen, so he went around to the part of the land where he saw them walk onto the, wa- or walk onto the land from the water. They saw what my mom described as a pink goo with an odor that she had never smelt before. She said it was so captivating to smell, but it wasn't good or it wasn't bad it was just intriguing my uncle reached down and touched the goo and he kept going back day after day for two weeks he tried to tell others about it but was called insane my mom and him are a few years apart so since my mom still had a few years left in the school system she got him to agree just to stop talking about it my mom also let it slip that my uncle truly believes something happened when he touched the substance like negative impacts on his life Uh, I was mind-blowing, and she just tried to casually gloss over it, too. I asked her about the men, and of course, she won't say they were 100% aliens. All she said was that they looked like the tall-necked Dr. Seuss characters popped up from what was clearly underneath the water and doesn't remember seeing an exit path, only saw the direction they went towards on the opposite side of the lake. Anyone know what this could possibly be? This is the first place I thought to turn. Thanks. Hopefully, I'll be able to give them answers one day. Um, and then somebody kind of uh, chimed in and said the Doctor Seuss characters who was or the poster was talking about were the uh, sneech-looking figures with the long neck and the big bodies. But I thought that was an interesting encounter that I'd share with anybody. So, if anybody has seen Doctor Seuss characters and then touched their goo, let us know what happened.
1: It doesn't sound very
0: safe. No, at all. <laughs> just that whole like encounters with entities like that just fascinate me. Uh, Albert Rosales writes tons of books and they're in like a chronological order, like from the eighties and all it is is entity encounters that people have and they send it. And he's got just books upon books upon books. I'm trying to collect them all, but that was one that I'd never heard of. And, um, it's strange. It almost plays into the whole uh, screen memory kind of thing considering they were still young. I mean, junior high is not too old to not know what Dr. Seuss is, you know?
1: Yeah, uh, but the, the real question is, is, would you have done anything different?
0: Like, go and touch the goo? Yeah. Oh, no. Definitely would.
1: That's what I mean. Definitely would have. That's what I mean.
0: How much more negative is it going to make my life?
1: Right. Right. I mean,
0: not sponsored.
1: So, so, I... why would we not? Right. Go full bore.
0: I wish that they would have uh, came forth with a little more information, like as to why their uncle thinks that his life was negatively impacted after touching the goo, which
1: is strange. It is strange. I can't logically formulate a reason right now as to why it would be so negative for him, especially in the Well, 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 reel that statement back.
0: Here we go. Hollow wheels are turning.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to come forth with it though right now. Copy. But thank you to whomever. I believe it was during a night shift to whomever put me on to the Collins elite.
0: Thank you for that. It's all he's been talking about. He's wrapped Uh, in heavy. I'm
1: currently currently reading a book on it. Uh, It is absolutely bizarre. It, It deals with extraterrestrial, except not. And it has ties to Aleister Crowley and Jack Parsons and how they are apparently, which I don't know. You and me will have to discuss that, Steve, because I don't know that I'm a hundred percent sold on that,
0: but tied to
1: Crowley and Parsons because Parsons, uh, started to follow Crowley and they started, I mean, he was a nasty fuck. This dude got down on some extra weird stuff, (laughs) like disturbing stuff. But, uh, they would do rituals and shit. And you remember in the Crowley episode that I did, Crowley did a ritual and it opened a portal by the Loch Ness. And so now you have the Loch Ness monster. Uh, There was a bunch of other entities that were kind of wreaking havoc on his mansion and the town. Well, apparently that was, that was one of the steps that kind of incite the, the most common phenomenon that people witness with UFOs. And that's, that's the grays, right? Cause the grays are the, the most notorious of yeah. all extraterrestrial,
0: like the most common.
1: Right. And dude, it is like, I read like the first three pages of this book and I just go, what the fuck? because it, it doesn't even fit my narrative as far as ET goes. but I'm already so enthralled in, in at least the idea and the possible presentation of information that this book has because I want to do like a massive it's probably going to be a couple episodes at this point, but I know I want I want to go outside the book too because I know that there's like warring factions when it comes to the Collins Elite. So you have,
0: um, uh, I'm in.
1: oh, it's, it's, it's insane, dude. It's absolutely insane. You have like some people that say the Collins lead is this, and then you have another faction that says, well, no, they are, they are the occultists. They are the evil that is causing all of this. And the perspective that I'm currently on is that, I don't I don't want to fully give everything away, but it's almost like they they fucked with stuff, they figure stuff out, they fucked with stuff and they ran into they made contact with these beings. And they have learned that like no joke, all bullshit aside, humanity's fucked. Like they, they literally come out and say like, there is no point in sharing the information that we have with the rest of humanity because it's, it's pointless. There's no reason for anybody to know because there's nothing we can do about what is set in stone for humanity.
2: Hmm.
1: And then you have another faction within the Collins elite that really want disclosure because most likely because they're the optimists, but they want a solution or, a, or so, even something to buy humanity time. Right. To, to maybe, which it, it just starts to make sense. Like I, and if I don't shut up, I'm going to keep getting into it and I'm just going to run.
0: I'm here for it. I'm dude. just letting you roll.
1: It is. It's so cool. And it makes like, I've already in the first like three chapters tied it to, so much stuff that we've covered.
0: It's like we talked just, about
1: like it, it almost just makes like, if this information in this book is true, not to mention whatever I can dig up online, but let's like entertain the thought that it's real. It, it absolutely connects with some of our other cases where you're just kind of like, well, that makes sense then because if this person says avoid this, well, now I understand why this this set of people would recommend that you not touch these entities, not interact with these entities.
0: Hmm, that sounds familiar.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of leaving breadcrumbs there, but uh, it's it's super interesting, man. I'm super excited about it. Like I said, I, I'm three chapters in, and I'm just I'm just fucking sold.
0: So That's the Hollows or the Hollows Elite? Oh shit! I just we accidentally go. started something that didn't exist, but now it will. Hollows Elite versus Collins Elite. So is the Collins Elite like a like a group of people? No.
1: It sounds like, from what I found so far, it sounds like they are a secret group within the military. Interesting. So It'd be like another Spec Ops type. Team, you know, some classified team that is set out and tasked with—I'm uh, assuming—making contact, uh, investigating what can only be considered as as grays. Interesting. Interesting. It is crazy. So, like I said, hats off to whomever put me onto that because I'd never heard that before.
0: I had, I hadn't, still and haven't.
1: And the name just sounds cool <laughs> to me, the Collins Elite. I don't know, it just, cool. it, just, it, just it, ho- a, it just has a ring to it, you know, where you're kind of like, all right, I want to know about these people.
0: Hollow <laughs> Hollow Elite's gonna be trending before this is over.
1: I hope so. Let's <laughs> go. Let's start our own secret UFO club.
0: I saw uh, Maynard just through right here about the goo guy. Maybe the goo infiltrated his body and is living off him, like like a symbiote or something. Like X Files. Yeah. Could could be. I wish they got more into it. I need to look through the comments because I all I did was save the post and didn't look like they got into it too much more. But there there was a lot of people commenting, wondering how close it was to like the Bridgewater Triangle and stuff like that. But that would be would be pretty <laughs> pretty screwed up to see like you're just out kicking it at the lake and then you got a bunch of Dr. Seuss characters walk out of there.
1: I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't even imagine.
0: And I've been I've been pretty sold on the fact that all this shit's tied together anyway. I just it's like it's like you have a bunch of puzzle pieces just scattered out all over the place and looking at them individually, no connection at all but you know that they build a bigger picture. Oh, for sure. And trying to put them together, trying to interlink a bunch of things that aren't connected. But as you dig deeper, you're like, oh, shit, this corner matches this corner. This piece matches this piece. And you're like, damn, maybe, maybe they are all connected.
1: Well, I mean, and if you you go down the road... Like what I just said, that it's possible, like we'll pretend it is, it's a fact that Crowley opened a door and let things through. Well, as I said, and I don't remember what episode it was that we recorded, or it could have been last week's night shift, but who's to say that different cultures throughout time, different people weren't able to open this door time and time before? And it's almost like every time they crack the door, something more comes out it gains access to the to our dimension or whatever the case oh, yeah be. you know so tons of tons of possibilities there
0: oh now look now they're wanting holocon
1: <laughs> oh that is a cool name
0: I like a cool name it. I like it we'll, we'll we we'll see we gotta we'll get see. our weight up guys yeah we'll see you we' know, get our weight up we haven't even hit a hundred in the chat today. Yeah, How are we going to hit 100 at the Holocon? We'd have to pick a venue. Oh, it'd have to be something haunted. 100%. Hmm. Uh,
1: Cemetery X.
0: (laughs) Oh, shit.
1: I don't know if we'd get permission to do that one.
0: No. Hey, forgiveness, not permission. Right, yeah. What are they going to do, arrest all of us? Right.
1: It'd be like four people.
0: I can't run very fast, so i definitely get arrested.
1: Yeah, I, I might as well just take that too.
0: I could cause a distraction and make sure all the holocult gets away.
1: I don't know. Just... I don't know. I'm I'm enthralled. Like I'm, I'm really excited to to dive into these next couple of episodes because it's going to be fun. I just got to try to put the time and legwork into to get them done. Probably gonna try to schedule an interview for this upcoming Tuesday, the one I was telling you about last week about the person with the weird shit on the ranch. It. Yeah, I yeah. played yeah. in Missouri, so it's Ooh, right. Next that's, door.
0: That sounds like a great place for Hollow Con. Kind of where I'm at,
1: or at least a uh, at least a uh, a venture out there at some point.
0: That's what I'm saying. Hey, we got a spot in Colorado. I'm not I'm not opposed to that. Hell no. I'm opposed to that. Cops can't make us all leave. I like the way you think. That's right. Rocking. That's right. Uh, oh, man. Apparently my little brother's gonna use the invisibility cloak out there.
1: Good. <laughs> Good. That's awesome. Um uh, prayers and thoughts and good wishes out to Big Merc. He's out on a big hunt, Bigfoot hunting expedition. So,
0: Oh yeah, I did see that.
1: They safe out there. I saw a bunch of, as usual, I get bombarded with Instagram posts. Some super bizarre ones. I saw a super cool one though. Uh, there's a video of this guy. He was working and he needed help moving a big roll of like wire or something. And you can, you see him on video and he's like this, cause this dude comes up to help him move this big roll, You know, but the dude starts pushing it by himself. And so the guy who needed help is now just directing him like, all right, yeah, get it over here, get it over here. And you see him on camera, like waving like this, just like, yeah, yeah, come this way, come this way. And then as soon as he gets it to where he needs to, he walks around The uh, the big cable bail, and there's nobody there. And when he was talking to his supervisor about it, he described the dude, and the supervisor showed him a picture of it. And I guess it was of a coworker that had died a couple years prior. Weird, pretty weird, but it's cool. Classic. It's cool. That one, that one struck me because I'm like, that's awesome. You know, it's cool that. I mean, it sucks if if he's of a lost nature and like he hasn't been able to cross over but like if if he's just sticking around to help people out I, just, I think it's kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Like he's not just residual, he's got a purpose.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh man. Chat's going wild about haunted spots for the Hollowcon. I'm going to keep saying Hollowcon and people are going to like manifest it to happen. Well,
1: I hope we can. That would be
0: awesome would be
1: sick it'd be a lot of fun that would be i would would enjoy it a lot
0: pretty dope um trying to think of anything else weird that i heard of i get a lot of weird tiktoks but it's hard to differentiate what's real and what's not
1: there were a bunch of people that sent me i'm sure you've seen it by now uh the video of the guy on the dirt bike and he's going through a trail and he's trying to put his bike over a fallen tree and then he just hears I think he hears a woman in the woods yelling for help pretty eerie It's broad probably
0: here. the f- fucking otter man I hope so <laughs> Same.
1: I hope so I'm sorry like, man I don't know that I'm going to be scared of otter man
0: Oh, bro! You just gotta just gotta piss the problem away.
1: Uh, it just doesn't sound scary at all
0: until you become one.
1: Hey, yeah, yeah, she seen it. Yeah, I, I just this—that's I mean, a shitty nickname too. The Otter Man.
0: <laughs> I wish, dude. I'm surprised Necro isn't in, isn't in here. He's usually in the chats. But that, uh, that last illustration you put together was something else. That <laughs> was uh, something else. The The photo he cropped of you, you look very disappointed in what you're doing. <laughs> uh,
1: it is what it is.
0: I was just excited to be there, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> April showers. What can we say?
1: Well, <laughs> I'm still not scared of otters. Even if they can maul me. Yeah. I'm not that worried about him. There's
0: them. way worse. Like, on list of cryptids that I would definitely fist fight, he's up there.
1: Yeah. That's right, man. He's up I there. mean, it's whatever. I'm not scared of an otter. <laughs> me and Steve work like a magic trick. It's like smoke and mirrors. One of us is going to take the hit. The other one is going to fuck him up.
0: I was going to be straight pissing. He's not going to know
1: what's hit him. It is what it is.
0: <laughs> uh, I probably. I'm trying to think of which cryptid I would not want to fight Dogman. Dogman, yeah.
1: Dogman um, would be terrible. Yeah. Bigfoot, I mean, you're going to lose, but it'd probably be quick
0: yeah you wouldn't you uh, you go into that knowing you're gonna you're not gonna win
1: yeah for sure
0: uh, people are asking questions in the chat they ask us if we've done an episode on crop circles we have not we have i don't even I don't know if we've we've talked about them a little bit maybe we haven't
1: done a full I, episode you know, on them. we haven't done a full episode on them we should at some point
0: yeah. Um, Laura wants to know if we've done any episodes on orbs we also have not we have had some uh, people write in with their personal encounters and stuff that we've covered but we've never done a, a whole episode on that uh, they're wanting to know if it's Collins Elite C-O-L-L-I-N-S yes Yes, Collins Elite for everyone in the chat that was asking
1: don't ruin the story for yourselves now <laughs> <laughs> it's good though like I'm gonna highly recommend the book that I'm reading. Maybe eventually try to get the author on. I feel like we could get him on. I don't think it would be that hard.
0: Yeah, we already met him, so it counts.
1: Yeah, um,
0: it's it's wicked though.
1: Such a cool read. I'm excited to finish it. I'm probably gonna start taking it with me to work. So on my lunch break, I can read some.
0: I need to dive back into some books. I bought some really, really interesting ones, but I just haven't (sighs) taken the time, I guess, to really dive into them. But I need to. I bought some cool ones. Bigfoot would give you the incredible Hulk treatment. That's for sure. That is for sure.
1: Yeah. Um. The one, the one, I like the name there. Very Neo. Um, yeah, you'll enjoy the next episode.
0: Yeah, it was pretty, pretty dope.
1: It was cool. Got some more skinwalker stories. And that's another topic that I'm really fascinated with.
0: That whole book sounds interesting.
1: They are. They're they a fantastic set of books. There's one more to eventually climb through, but I'll put that off for a little while just to kind of mix it up and keep it fresh, but there's some wild stories in them. I would highly, if, you, if you're if you even remotely interested in Skinwalkers and the, the stories behind them, I would definitely recommend getting those books. They're by Gary and wendy swanson and there's three of them they're all titled different but they're they're super good super good
0: oh we do uh we do have a pretty pretty good episode coming out on patreon here soon we recorded this weekend it was a pretty dope little conversation that
1: should be tomorrow hell yeah i got that one scheduled for tomorrow
0: found some CIA declassified documents.
1: Oh, yeah, that was a really good story.
0: <laughs> and uh, we won't spoil it from there.
1: No, I want to, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was I was thinking about it when I was taking a shower earlier. I'm like, man. I completely prayed on it.
1: That'd be
0: a good way to kick it off.
1: Yeah, I completely forgot about that episode. Completely forgot about it until you just said that. Yeah. But it was. It was really good.
0: Got some remote viewing and some, you know... That kind of stuff. Cool shit. Top secret declassified stuff.
1: <laughs> it is cool though. Good, good show. Yeah, it was a good time.
0: Well, Hollow Cult. Does everybody got some spooky stuff they want to talk about?
1: I sure hope so, because I'm ready to hear some ultra weird shit.
0: Yeah, I just wish I wish I could record outside like around my fire pit, but I don't think the audio would be that great.
1: Probably not.
0: So, have y'all checked out the first volume of Tales from the Grid Square?
1: No, we have not. We actually tried working out having that guy on the show, but we couldn't settle on time.
0: Yeah, our schedules would not
1: mix. No. He was wanting us to do it on a Friday, and me and Steve have jobs. So, just wasn't going to work out. And it was Friday, like mid afternoon, mid morning.
0: Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be interested for sure, Burton.
1: Uh it's it's I actually so- met him the other day. Uh Chad. Yes. Hell yeah. No response though.
0: That's fine. He's probably busy.
1: Like I said, we don't have enough weight to pull some of these people.
0: We we could though we could just annoy them until they don't have an option
1: and <laughs> they just acknowledge
0: us yeah they're like please stop
1: yeah but uh i think i think his fourth installation of that is should be coming out in the near future the way he was talking on instagram
0: i'm stoked for it that's all the whole harbingers. the whole uh what'd you say
1: i think it's it's called harbingers yeah it'll be the fourth installment it's kind of fucked up because he makes it sound like uh whatever he's recently been going through is, is attributed to whatever he was going through.
0: It wouldn't like when he got into that into the second, into the third installment, like some of the shit that he was going through is was...
1: dude, dude uh Yeah, him and uh what's his face from Australia? I forget the guy's name Ooh. and I apologize. But um the stuff they were going through dude, would be terrifying. Like like you said, you know, it's, it's kind of what we're here for, but putting yourself in their shoes, there is a section of that story that I'm not here for, you know, I think when they were, weren't they threatened to put bullshit on people's computers? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Because the one dude got rid of like all of his electronics, everything computers, phones, all of it.
0: What else happened?
1: Uh, he, the dude saw the two random guys like standing out in the field, and then all of a sudden he had missing time. And um, Chad had a live stream go to his TV, I mean, it was from some, it was somebody outside his house. Recording his house, live streaming it to his TV.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking of.
1: There's all types of stuff that those guys went through.
0: Hey, Holocult, the weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season, and the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tacovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids.
1: And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's, re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their, the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be?
0: Nothing is going to intimidate a dogman like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tacovas.com That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tacovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: All types of stuff.
0: Yeah, the whole... And meeting cool the scenarios. How cool would it be Weird.
1: to meet the guys that have the uh, the Eye of Horus tattoos on them? Yeah, that'd be creepy. Like a like a secret cult type deal, and they're giving you pretty freaking wild information.
0: <laughs> I'd seen some Eye of Horus. I did see a tattoo after I watched the uh, the whole series, and it kind of made me wonder: Do they know?
1: Question know. reality? Yeah. No, we're not big enough for that stuff, but you never know. They'll probably it'll it'll probably start popping up in our day to day lives now. Hopefully, I wouldn't be mad, but all right. We've been talking forever, and I'm sure people are getting tired, want to open up the lines. What do you think, Steve? Do it to it. A doink. We're good to go. We're good to go. But yeah, hopefully we get some weirdos tonight. Looks like the first weirdo's already calling. Some Hello, weirdos. welcome to the night shift.
0: Yo,
3: hey Kyle and Steve, how's it going?
1: Good. How are you?
3: I'm good. Hey, this is I. Uh, this is the interdimensional eyeball <laughs> caller.
1: Awesome.
3: <laughs> I forgot to forgot to say what my name was. Um, I'm Allison.
0: Well, nice, nice to, to meet, meet you. you. Welcome
3: back. Uh, thanks. So I I don't have anything as weird as that, but um, I don't know. I I can I can go all sorts of different ways. I can go tell you a story about um, a demon that attacked me when I was yeah, super super great. Um, Or I could tell you about the time that I actually met. I think it was an archangel, but I don't know. Um, Or the time I saw a UFO and what my sister experienced relating to that. So there's. I'll let you guys choose (laughs) because. (laughs) <laughs> so many stories.
0: I'm here for any of them. Oh jeez. Okay. I'm...
3: Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you the the demon one because I, I've actually I'm, I need to call um, Tony Merkel because ever ever since I started. Um, I don't know, thinking about telling you guys this. Uh, it's been on my radar, like all kinds of weird, evil stuff, and it's it's disturbing. So um, I, f- I feel like I need to get the story out, and maybe that will help clear, I don't know, clear energy or whatever. So uh, when I was, I think I was 12 or 13, uh, my mom had cancer, sadly, and we decided to go on a fam- a last family vacation to the this is the coast of california, like sonoma county um mendocino coast area gorgeous um but I was having a hard time with it, of course, and um was a depressed kid and it was it was just a really hard time, and it had been for a while and um we rented this beach house that was like an a-frame one of those cool a-frame um houses that you see that the front facade of it is just florida to to two-story windows and um you walk in and the whole it's an open floor plan with a loft uh, bedroom, and then there was I think a second bedroom down below, and that's where my older brother slept. And then my my parents slept up in the loft. Me being the youngest, I got to sleep in the creepy living room with the the floor to ceiling windows, where of course every evil creature and aliens and Bigfoot can just look in at me. <laughs> so I was I was freaked out anyway. Uh, but then when I realized I had to sleep in this strange house with the floor-to-ceiling windows that didn't have any coverings. I was really freaked out. So it could have been, you know, just my imagination, but I don't think so. So I go to sleep or try to go to sleep and it it took a while for me to fall asleep. And then finally I fall asleep and then it felt like almost instantly I was attacked and I could hear, I could hear it first. It was like this growling, snarling evil, wasn't anything like a dog or anything that I've ever heard in my life. Um, and it was just blacker than black. And I don't remember being awake, but it, it was definitely like in that twilight nether zone. I don't even, I can't even describe where I was in my body. I wasn't outside of my body, but I just knew I was being attacked by this evil demon thing i couldn't see it i could just hear it and i knew it was attacking me and i had to fight for my soul and i'm not a religious person um i'm very spiritual now but um i believe in believe in god and uh, good and evil just because of primarily this this experience um so I don't, know, I don't know how I did it. And I just remember fighting for my soul. It wasn't even my life. I couldn't even describe exactly what was happening, but I knew I had to win. I had to beat whatever this thing was that was attacking me. And so I, I fought and fought and fought, and it was snarling, and it was very visceral. It was like a tangible experience, but I couldn't see anything, and I couldn't touch anything. I could just hear it and i could feel uh like in my soul it was so scary and finally i i think i think i won and i woke up and um didn't sleep the rest of the night and uh i basically just rolled over and faced away from the windows because that was really scary uh but it was it was just this intense moment and it wasn't until years later i looked back on it and you know how you hear when when kids are stressed or depressed they're weak and you hear of these attacks by demons like demons will specifically pick those kinds of people or kids who are just low and low spiritually and low physically or whatever it is. And I, I feel like somehow I was targeted. And and there was walking into that house, it just felt it had a creepy vibe. I just didn't like it. It was a bad house. And uh, so I don't know if it was something that was in the house or in the area um or what? I have no idea. And I wish I had I wish I had answers. Um, so yeah, that was, and then years, years later, actually pretty recently, I had a psychic, uh, reading and he, he scans me and he said, you have a couple of entities that are attached to you. And he said, would it be okay if I cleared them? Like, Hell yeah, <laughs> please get rid of them. And, uh, he said, it's like, for some reason, I, I feel like they've been there since you were, like young, like a, a pre-teenager. And he knew nothing about the story, of this entity that had attacked me or whatever it was. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And he he claims he cleared it. I didn't really feel any anything different. Um, But it just seems like recently, since I, I've been wanting to call and tell this story and ever since I've been wanting to call you guys, it's just, I'm seeing like these weird stories everywhere and of course maybe I shouldn't listen to the confessionals but I do But he's got a lot of really creepy stuff on his um uh Wes Wes's confessionals podcast creepy stuff and then some of the stuff that you guys talk about well people call in about demons and ugh. so I'm I'm left with this knowledge of this experience and I, what what do I do with it I don't even know so that, hey, that's my demon story.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, man, it's, that's, it had to been a terrifying feeling to sit there because like, you made the comment, I knew I was fighting for my soul. Yeah. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine what that would, what it would feel like. I mean, I thankfully haven't, been placed into that situation, but I do, I'm kind of like you in the, in the way that, I mean, I guess me and Steve kind of force ourselves into some of these corners, but the demon one has always been the one that worries me the most. Always yeah. has been ever since I was yep. little to now, like it's just not something that I want to have uh necessarily want to have a, a run in with. I mean, I I do feel like for the most part I'm protected and I'll be fine, but I also don't necessarily want to roll the
0: dice on it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's It's, like, if you believe in the light, you have to believe in the dark. Absolutely.
3: Well, yeah, it's like the, the yin and the yang. And I'm, I'm so glad I could tell you my, my archangel story too. And that I'm glad I had that experience. I was an, an adult when that happened, but it, it, allowed me to see that yeah this this horrible evil black thing happened but also there's the the light opposite um that was good but it was also kind of scary too because it of course happened at two in the morning and um i don't know if you have time i can tell it really quick sure um so i was uh in my house, I was at the time in um, Capistrano Beach in California. Cool little old bungalow, one bedroom, um, cool old house. So I was sleeping. Uh, my husband was working late or something. but So I was alone in bed. And at the time, I was scared of the dark. So I, I had a um, a lamp that you could dim. Um uh i forget what kind of lamp it was but you could you could turn it on it it would stay dim or you could turn it bright um anyway so i had it on really dim and i'm asleep everything's fine and then all of a sudden i feel the bed shaking like just kind of gently shaking and i wake up like what the, the hell and i hear this noise it's like a a buzzing it's like and i open my eyes and the light next to me is is getting brighter and then darker and brighter and darker and the bed is now shaking and i i'm like oh my god is this an earthquake so just as i'm having that thought that there's maybe an earthquake and i need to get out of bed and get into a doorway um Mm -hmm. i look over at my window which had roman blinds and so there's, it's a fabric blind that has wood slats every so often, and you can pull it up and, and it. But it was it was drawn, uh, but I, for some reason I looked at the window, and the wood slats and the fabric start bowing inwards like the shape of a human being, like a face like someone was kind of melting into the bedroom through the the curtains but it wasn't curtains it was room of blinds and I, and there was like light uh, emanating from it and so the my bedside lamp still making the noise and still freaking out and the bed still shaking and i'm looking at the window going what is happening and this light form it. it so this being kind of melted through into the bedroom and this is the base of my bed and it floated this bright light and it was no longer a human shape anymore. Once it melted through the blind, it was just this bright light and it was whiter than white, um, but not blinding. Couldn't, couldn't ever it or describe it anything other than that. It floated across the foot of my bed and then rose up into the upper right hand corner of my bedroom and just sat there and it was almost like it was looking at me and I wasn't prepared and I had I knew it was something good but it was kind of scary and powerful and I wow don't know what to do with this so I just said out loud "I'm like I am really scared right now and I'm not I'm not ready <laughs> can you please go away and it just went bloop just disappeared And then I went, okay, that was weird. And the bed stopped shaking, and the light went back to its normal dim light. And I'm like, oh, okay, that was weird, and went back to sleep. Don't ask me why I I do these things. Experience the creepy things and then go back to sleep. But um, just instinctively, I knew it was some kind of angel. And I'm kicking myself now. If it it happened now, I would be, you know, asking a few more questions. But, um, yeah, at the time, it really freaked me out. So it was just so powerful and so bright. And I didn't know what to do with it. But it also was comforting in a way that the demon thing was not. Like, okay, maybe I do have a a protector who's watching over me. So that was my yin-yang
4: experience. Mm.
1: Uh, i mean i'll be honest like even if i felt like or afterwards because i don't know that i would feel like that at the moment i think anything that i would see in the moment is probably going to induce some level of fear within me yeah you know unless you hear stories about people encountering angels and it does have a calming effect on them like they don't panic so, maybe that maybe that plays out for me, but if it doesn't, if it's just my primal reactions to things, I'm probably going to be a level of scared. And seeing anything, you know, anything that's out of the normal is probably going to put up red flags with me. I'll be 100% yeah. honest. Yeah. And
3: it's, you know, hindsight, retrospect, like, oh. That actually was a cool experience. Right. Yes, <laughs> I wish, sorry, I, wish yeah. I could go back and relive that. But yeah. Do
0: you, anyway, do you I, think? Yeah. Uh, do you think all of these experiences are are tied together?
3: I I think so. I, I kind of have always felt tapped into the other side, and I, I call myself a ghost magnet. I'm con- I could write a book. I've seen so many ghosts. Had so many experiences. And these were a little more on the spiritual side, I guess you could say. Um, And it's, I kind of feel like my life is angling more towards, um, and it's not like I I, I fully believe in God and and Jesus and and all these experiences have kind of let me believe that, but I'm just not a church-going person. Um, I don't know, but I I just left with these experiences going, okay, can I can I be the good person and and not go to church? Is that is that a possibility? Because I don't really want to go to church, but I don't want to do something bad either, right? So I don't know, I I feel like I just need to talk to someone who maybe has a little bit more spiritual knowledge and, and somehow tease it out, like what what's happening?
1: I say you just do you and be the best (laughs) version of yourself. I like that. You know, I I don't. I don't think to be spiritual, you have to. This is me personally. I don't. I don't feel like you have to go to church. I feel like you just have to have a connection with what you need to be connected with. Yeah. You know, I think that. I think that is. I think that's the way it's intended to be. You know, and there's nothing wrong with going to church because that and that would just be. In my opinion, a group of people sharing their connection and being, you know, and, and being proud and just kind of sharing it together.
3: Yeah, true. You know, maybe you know. I just haven't haven't met the right people who go to the right church. Who knows?
1: It very well could be because I'm not a churchgoer, you know, and I don't, I don't really claim a whole lot in that, in that world. But I don't know. Over the years doing this, I've kind of, kind of found my way in a spiritual context that, I am rather enjoying.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I like that. I like your angle.
1: Well, thank it. you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just gotta, it's easy. You just gotta walk your own path.
1: That's kind of, yeah. Right. That's kind of where I'm at. It just, uh, I, I think, either, I think there is something to doing things your way in a, in a, in a, you know, uh, everything has circumstance, right. But uh, I think, I think you just do it. I think it just comes to you and, you get drawn to certain things and I don't know it just because it just feels right. And in, in my heart and in my mind, it just feels right. So.
3: Yeah. Awesome. Well, cool. I will let someone else jump on here and uh, I'm sure I'll be calling back with one of my 5 million ghost stories. Awesome. Cool. Thanks so much. Guys. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Stay safe and stay yeah. weird.
3: Thanks. Bye.
1: So yeah, trying to trying to fight a demon wouldn't be exactly the funnest thing out there.
0: No, it does make you wonder if like all the experiences are tied together. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, you have, oh, yeah. if you have an entire life of paranormal activity, like what started it and is, is there a common link?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, missed it. Oh well. Call back, please. Oh, here's another one. Hey. Welcome to the night shift.
5: Yo, what's up, Kyle and Steve? How's it going, fellas?
0: That's going. How's right. it
5: going? Hey, this is your boy from uh, Hell's Gate Bridge in Alabama. Awesome. FOS What's up? What's going on? Not much, buddy. We're here. I hear you, man. Well, I got something new for you. All right. Uh, let's go. I'd like to share with you. My wife and I, because if you're looking at OF, uh, it's me and my wife, but we went to back up the mountain here earlier, well, let's see, about Thursday, Thursday last week. We went up to Chiha Mountain, and we live at the bottom of it, and there's a lot of history around here from um, the Civil War and Indian burial grounds, all that is right here on this mountain. Um, and like I told you before, we do uh, like paranormal investigations or things like that. So we're not new to interacting with spirits. So we went up the mountain and found a little graveyard that's been there since, I think it was in the 1850s. And... I looked at my wife and I was like, I want to go in there and investigate that that graveyard. So she was like, Okay, well, fine. So we pull over off the side of the mountain, go up to this little graveyard, and anybody that uses or does like, uh, you know, paranormal stuff should be familiar with the ovulus device. Um, it uses has a vocabulary in it, you know. Spirits can manipulate it to gotcha. uh, to form words and everything like that, phrases. Usually you get words. Well, anytime we go into a place like that, we always stop at the threshold of a place like that. You know, there's a invisible plane that you step across, you know. So we step to the plane, make our introductions, you know, announce ourselves, say that, you know, we have no ill will or negative intent we're not there to harass or disrespect but if anybody would like to communicate if anything's there feel free to and so after that we kind of protect ourselves and we step inside that plane and uh, i had the ovulus device on and going and i think we took eight steps inside of the cemetery and we got a full sentence that said why did you come <laughs> so, <laughs> so from there it only escalated. So that was a direct I feel like that was a direct, you know, question. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> to us. <laughs> to us. And uh I'm gonna go off of the screenshot. Uh I can send this to you by the way. I can give you the screenshot of everything that it said. Okay. Uh and this is over about We were there maybe 30 minutes tops, so we didn't stay long. But as soon as it said, why did you come, it said attic. Now, right across the street is an old church building, and it has an attic. So we was kind of looking at that, but, you know, it's kind of one of those random things where, yeah, you can make a, a connection, but it wasn't exactly clear. And from there... Uh, one of the first two graves that we came to were actually, and I I know everybody has different feelings, but here in the South, the Confederate Civil War was in our backyard everywhere, and it's a part of our history here. But there were two graves of Confederate soldiers, and they had markers and everything like that. Well, I was looking at it, and I told my wife, I said, check it out. We got a couple soldiers here. And as soon as I said that, the word kneeled. Uh, came across so you know what do you do at a soldier's grave you usually kneel to pay respect so we put that together <laughs> so we continue walking up the hill from there and i'm having a conversation you know just making speaking out loud uh asking anything if it wanted to come and, and speak to us you know you can speak through this device i can hear you you know just getting real comfortable, you know, um, as I'm making my way up the hill, there was one, uh, grave, a headstone that caught my attention. I'm, I'm empathic. So I was drawn to this grave. It just caught my eye and I noticed it. And I'd already passed, you know, uh, a dozen, uh, dozen headstones, but I caught one and it caught my attention, and as soon as I got to it, it said, help me, so I got that, asked the question, you know, what do you need help with, how can I help, Uh, you know, things like that, didn't really get anything, and I I was looking downhill at this point, and uh, you know how some cemeteries have an island, they've got those real, those marble or concrete benches in the middle of a in the middle of a cemetery yeah. i don't know if you're familiar with that um but i was looking at it and it said island and this these benches are kind of like an island so i may be reaching but i found, found it relevant for where we were at um i asked a, a couple more questions asked if it was here and i got the response of here letting me know that yes it was it was with me and during this whole time from the time I walked in there, I felt like someone was walking beside me, and it wasn't my wife. <laughs> it was not her, because she, she was a good bit of distance away from me, uh, looking around and, and using her own device. Uh, she was using a EMF, and uh, we, have a couple, we have a couple other apps on our phone that we use. So she wasn't anywhere near me, but the whole time I feel like somebody's walking with me just right there. Um, I asked, uh, I got a, res- a, a response right after that of why. And I had asked a question of, of, you know, what do you need? You know, and it, it responded with why. And I was like, "What? Well, why? Because I want to help you if I can. So a couple minutes passed, continued walking around the cemetery and re- didn't really get anything. And my wife started becoming uneasy she's empathic as well she's sensitive and she started getting a, a, a feeling like she didn't want to be there anymore and usually when you know as a good husband when your wife says it's time to go yeah it's time to go
0: <laughs>
5: right <laughs> so uh uh by this time i'd made it back down the hill and and after she told me that she was ready to go, I just I just said out loud, you know, again, still just having open conversation. I said, well, I don't know how many of you are here with me, but we're about to leave. And it interrupted my sentence, and it said five. So that was a, another direct response of me. I don't know how many of, of you are here with me. Well, it let, it let me know that there was five. <laughs> there was five. That's wild. You. So... And just keep something This – I'm about to wrap it up because I don't want to take too much time. If you want to talk more about it, you know, you've got my number. Hit me up sometime. We'll talk about it. But we're going back. But anyway, uh, keep in mind what I said earlier about the headstone and the name on it. I didn't reveal the name, but the headstone that caught my attention where it said help me. Anyway, after it said five, I was like, well, okay. Well, thank you for telling me how many of you are here. I wish you would have told me your names, but thank you for communicating with me. Uh, as I said, you know, I didn't want to be disrespectful, and I hope I haven't. Uh, but we're going to close this time now, and we're we're going to leave. And, you know, no, the usual departure of nothing is allowed to follow me, nothing's allowed to attach to me. Uh, this is where you have been laid. This is where you stay. And when we were doing that, saying that, just closing out, we were at the threshold where we had hand, had entered. So it was like we came in, we left through the same door that we came in, figuratively. You know what I mean? Right. So as we're about to step over the threshold, the name Thomas is the last thing that we got as we were exiting the door. Uh, It said Thomas, and I looked at my wife, and I said, you're never going to believe this. She said, what? I said, well, just go get in the truck, and and I'll tell you. (laughs) When we got in the truck and far enough away, I told her, I said, the name Thomas was the name on the headstone that caught my attention where it said, help me. So a little bit of a mind blown there.
1: I could imagine you had a lot of just like straight up answers to almost everything that you asked and said. It,
5: absolutely, I cannot. It's one of the. It, I can't describe that kind of what you feel in that moment because you know you are really and honestly having direct communication, like you're having a conversation. Dude, that, you just can't see. You just can't see who you're talking to.
0: <laughs> the The response you got right off the rip from the Oculus reminded me almost of the same response that John got at Cemetery X. Yeah. First thing that popped into my mind. Same.
5: So it, it's that kind of direct, direct communication as well. There, right?
0: Eh? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean we we haven't done any like investigative stuff. As far as equipment goes, we've just been out there on site, but John's been out there and he's, he's had some pretty, pretty quick, uh, immediate responses to him being in the area. So it was just a That's, weird coincidence that it was so similar.
5: It, it is wild. And like I said, I'll send you, is it okay if I send this screenshot to the holophone? Absolutely. Okay, I'll send the screenshot and you'll see the timestamps because each response is timestamped. And it's from it started at 7:06 p.m. and the last one was at 7:22 p.m. So we were not even there what 20 minutes. Yeah, that happened fast. Yeah, it was a very quick in and out for us because we had our dog with us and uh we didn't take him into the cemetery, which is kind of like, no, nah, i'm not a, I'm afraid of what he may do. You know what I'm saying being, yeah. saying being a dog, but, uh, so we wanted to make it quick, but after this type of direct response, we're definitely going back.
1: That's <laughs> awesome.
5: and i'm we're gonna we're gonna record it, uh, have it videoed, and we're gonna put it on our channel on YouTube. Awesome.
0: that is awesome.
5: so. So and yeah, I mean, I've only got a few a few videos there on on our YouTube channel. You can look it up. It's F O F Paranormal. Um, but it's some of the stuff we get. It's so direct. But I've never had anything this direct and not and so clear and precise. It's it it. it I literally was just laughing and and giddy when we were <laughs> going back down the mountain. I was just like, can you believe this?
1: I feel, like, I feel like that level of excitement would be how me and Steve would be if we was out there and <clears throat> had like for us irrefutable proof that something happened, you know.
0: I would like to go back to that with some equipment just to see see if anything happens, you know.
5: Well, man, you don't it, don't, it doesn't take much. You've got equipment already. you got a thermal. Yeah. All you got to do is you got to Voice recorder on your phone Yeah Bro, yep. you got equipment Plus I you got a, yourself Your body
0: <laughs> Yeah, we just got to get back out of there I've got a ghost box and stuff
5: <clears throat> That's awesome That's yeah. awesome Get back
0: out there, man
5: I know you guys are busy I know you're slammed, But take a night, one night Just go yeah. out there for about an hour and We see, need well. to.
1: Yeah, we, we definitely will We'll, we'll recruit Old John to come with us.
5: There you go. If I wasn't so far away from you guys, I'd go with you too. Hell yeah. But man. I can I can make a road trip. I can make a road trip. <laughs> That'd be
1: awesome. I love mean, how we have like a hollow paranormal team everywhere.
5: <laughs> oh, that would be dope. That would be dope. Oh yeah. That's sure. money. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. man. Oh, dude. Man, it's so good to to y'all are the first persons other than you know, a couple of guys that I worked with that I'm telling this to, and this is the most recent experience, and I've just got to tell Stephen Kyle.
1: Yes, sir. <laughs>
5: <laughs> we thank you for that. We thank you for that.
0: Yes, you're going to have to keep oh, us updated, yeah. too, if you go back out there and it gets wild. Oh, hell, yeah.
5: Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're going to be going out there within the next two weeks for sure. Good. As long as the weather held out, we're going. Awesome. And we're going to be there for I'll. – we'll make it a good hour, a good hour and a half see how the wife feels, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> and, but when mama says it's time to go, it's time to go. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, man. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Love you guys to death and the whole Hall of Fam. Love you guys. Love we'll you too, buddy. I'll be, be talking to you soon, brother. All right, man. Heck Take up. care.
0: Stay weird out there. Sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. We do got to get back out that way. Oh yeah. The more I think about it, the more <sighs> that place is so weird. It just made me feel weird. Just the whole, the whole aura around it is just yeah. powerful.
1: Yeah, I mean, we could try to order a camera or two here in the near future. See if we can't get at least at least one of them, at least one camera. You know, where we can get a little bit of footage from it. Yeah. We
0: always take our phones.
1: Welcome to the night
0: shift. Yo.
4: Hey, come, Steve. How are y'all doing?
0: Good. How are doing you? Good. How are you?
4: I'm good. Hey, this is Michelle from Utah. Um, hey, I wanted to get your take on something. Um, so, yeah, this I think maybe a skinwalker experience, and it really trips me out. Uh, so yeah, let me set up the scene for you. It's okay. pretty weird. Okay, so this was this this past month in October. So yeah, I want to say maybe first or second week in October, right? And I live on I live on a main street in a neighborhood that goes out. the End of the street goes out to you. Turn onto a freeway, and so you know I you know, normal routine, get up, you know, you kind of look around as you're driving. And I noticed on the right-hand side, probably four blocks away from my house, this uh, She kind of looked, you know, maybe a little Native American. I couldn't really tell. But she was always walking with this giant stick with like a gnarly... Like not on the end, right? Like a big walking stick, almost, right? And she was, you know, I don't, I can't tell how t- tall she was, but you know, she wasn't super tall, she so she wasn't very short. She was, you know, average height maybe. And I, I kind of thought, you know, she had very pre- predominant cheeks, and she was tan, skinned, and I just remember thinking, oh, she's an attractive-looking woman, and it's very interesting that she's walking with a stick. So, you know, I was like, okay, cool. So I just kept noticing almost like on and off. And I'd see her in this almost certain area every time I walk, every time I was driving. And I'd always look over at, at her, you know, it was just like, you know, she had very beautiful features. But as I started getting a little closer to Halloween, I started noticing something weird. When I first saw her, she had very white hair, you know, with some dark in it, okay, and then, you know, I started realizing, because, you know, it's, you're just like, okay, this is just some woman walking or visiting, you know, her family for the holidays, who knows, but her hair started getting lighter, and I was like, oh, maybe she dyed her hair, right, you know, looking younger, good on her, And then I started realizing her skin was tighter and she was starting to look younger and younger. And then I remember probably a week before about Halloween, she turned and she like she'd always kind of look at me the corner of eye, you know, because you just, you know, if you're walking, I think it's natural you kind of look at people as they go by. She turns and looks at me, and she, I noticed she was always kind of, she started when I'd see her, because I'd leave about the same time every day. She was further along in the block, like closer to my house, is what I noticed. And maybe it was just me being weird and paranoid. I don't know. But all of a sudden, like, she just looked really young, and she just like stared me down as I went by and I was like, this is weird, and I started thinking, just, like, being really weirded about it, and started doing some research, I'm like, there is something, it just didn't feel right, and then all of a sudden, there was this um, big hawk that, you know, like, started following me, like, as I would go down the street. And it followed me all the way, actually, to my work. I was talking to my boss, and he had, we are on the second level, and it was the same hawk. And I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted to get what you, it, it was just weird. Very weird, very strange. Just want to see what you guys thought. <sighs>
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't, I haven't in all my research, I haven't heard of them being able to regress their age. However, however, skinwalkers by nature are witches. At least that's what a lot of them are attributed to. So is that possible? I would most certainly say yes. You know, and, and then even if it wasn't a skinwalker, the fact that every time you saw her, it was like she was getting younger is yeah, still weird. Right? It's still bizarre. Yeah. And then,
4: I mean, it's
0: weird.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I'll have to like dig in. I can't, like Kyle said, I can't recall right offhand about age regression, but it, it reminds
1: moved. me of uh, Eric from Uncomfortable.
0: Yeah.
1: We talked with the witch. I mean, it's yeah. definitely witchy, without question. It's definitely witchy. Yeah,
4: for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's like that was my immediate thought and, you know, there's just some weird stuff going on. I feel like like, you know, I I feel like there's something maybe in my bloodline or something weird going on because like Especially around Halloween, there's always some weird things that kind of occurred that seem, like, occultish. <laughs> and I'm not sure why.
1: That's, I mean, if it is bloodline, I mean, there's probably not much avoiding that to a degree. And you're also, yeah. you live in prime area for a lot of that stuff. like Sk- the stuff.
0: Yeah. Like
1: that's, that's right there. You're there.
4: Yeah, and it was weird because, so, like, I don't know how to explain it, and I think I somebody on your show was talking about this before. It, so, like, that same hawk, I have this tree that's in my neighbor's property, but it's, like, basically on our edge of our property, and it hangs over my garage. And that same hawk was, like, landing in my tree and it was almost like I tripped out for a minute like like if you could say like I saw sparkles or something and all of a sudden like I saw the hawk like certain landing and then all of a sudden it wasn't there
0: that's that is weird <laughs> that is super weird
4: like I was I just thought like you know like I'm just seeing I'm just seeing things <laughs> but at the same time, I know what I saw.
0: Right, yeah.
4: What,
0: right. At what point do you have to like start accepting that there's some weird shit going on?
4: Yeah. <laughs> right, like you know, and so I'm trying to figure out something else, and maybe you guys can give me some advice here. So, you know, I, um, I used to have like pieces of granite in my backyard, and my neighbor did too. You know, God rest her soul. She passed away, and, and she she her house was right next to mine. She was an original house that was built upon this land in my neighborhood, I guess, Dave. um, So we have a fence line between us, and and I n- noticed pretty early on, like, all of a sudden, like, and she even said that, like, that was normal. Um, her, I guess her, she bought the land next to us for a while and the land behind her, and she had moved in. She's from Italy. You know, she moved, or Belgium, and her husband was from Italy. But she's like, yeah, I don't know why, but these granite pieces, she had some on her yard. They would come together, no matter if I moved them, you know, throughout the yard, you know, would they would come together on each side of our fence. So, I don't know what does that mean like does that mean i have maybe some type of ley line or some magnetic (sighs) sake what does that mean
0: i i have no idea i know i know like granite is i'm trying to think if it i wonder if it has like metaphysical properties
1: that I don't know of yeah. either. I'm not... I'm,
0: uh, I'm not just,
1: sure. Okay.
0: And what would I be? just... Yeah. It's so strange.
1: I would definitely say you're surrounded by a bunch of weird shit, though.
0: Yeah, it's almost like, it's almost like <laughs> I, trickster activity, you know, with the...
4: Yeah. It's weird. Oh, that's interesting. Well, the fact that you say trickster is because I do feel like I have... I don't know, maybe some fae activity around me. I don't know. Like, like my sister is not so crazy. I love her. <laughs> but at the same time, there is some, you know, there's some reasons why people are, are crazy. But she always told me she thinks that I've got fae around me. And yeah. I have silverware disappear. <laughs> All the time, Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure it out and like what the best scientific approach would be to figure out: is it because of the location? Is it because of me? Yeah, I mean, it could be a combination.
0: I do not know. It's it's such a it's almost such a wide like vast. area of weird phenomenon that it's hard to like pinpoint one singular thing because like you said it does it does kind of sound tricksterish it does kind of sound fey but then you have like the weird age regression and then the, the whatever's going on with the birds and shit i don't know man
4: okay. it's weird <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah yeah it's
0: just it's just such a wide spectrum it's hard to pinpoint really what what it could be which then, like you just said, it brings forth the question is it is it the area? Is it you? Is it... Did you just happen to be... happen to move into their spot? You know? I, I don't know. Right.
1: I don't know what it would mean either to have the Fae following you around.
4: Right?
0: I don't,
1: I don't know, like...
4: Is that, is that really... And is that something I would want to... <laughs>
0: That's, that's kind of where i'm at like i don't i don't know how to you feel about that you didn't make yeah. any deals with any fairies or goblins when you were young and not remember it right
4: no 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 i definitely i definitely like have always been kind of fanciful as a child like great imagination and i have you know been a very in tune and sensitive type of person which i think is why i am susceptible to seeing things out of the normal
0: that makes sense yeah that could have a lot to do with it right there you know it's almost like once it's almost like these things can tune into people who can tune into them you know and they Mm -hmm. you kind of inadvertently become a magnet
4: yeah it's not like I'm like here, it comes to me, and I'm trying to like extract these things. But at the same time, you know, I think you know maybe things manifest when I'm around because they want to be known.
1: I mean, I could definitely see that for the Faye as well.
4: Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, you know, I have actually that's interesting. So I will actually, I, I, I don't know where some says, this is. Tell me when, uh, so I raised my, my, like I said, my sister's little cuckoo cuckoo, which I love her, but she's cuckoo cuckoo. And I raised her kids and her oldest kid, when she had her, um, child, her, um, uh, I went in and cleaned her, her apartment for her. And I was taking some video. I was like, six in the morning or actually earlier than that, five in the morning was when I started cleaning. Um and I have this picture and I think I may have captured some type of fairy or entity spray. I don't even I don't know what the proper term is, but I have it on video and all of a sudden like it was just this little green dot flying around and then it lands on her balcony railing and you can clearly see it. Green, you can clearly see arms, legs, and wings. Uh, so maybe I just pissed something off.
0: <laughs> Man, it oh, just no. it just gets stranger the further into it we go. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <My life. laughs>
0: I saw I saw um, people in the chat talking about granite having protective qualities. So maybe, oh, m- maybe it's. A good thing that's going on. I don't
4: yeah. know. Dude, I don't know either. I just wanted to put out there because like I said, like I've got this mystery, especially here. Like there's a lot of in my house, there's a lot of weird things and it. Like I do own an older house. But at the same time, I do know I have attracted a lot of weird seen a lot of weird things.
0: So I'm just Sounds trying like to it. Could be a conglomeration of, like, everything. Yeah. You could have been attracted to the location because of the weirdness, and then the weirdness that you had, like, drawn together before then came with it. Now it's just, like, just one family of strangeness.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Cult.
0: (laughs) Welcome to the holocult. That is
4: right. All right. Well, y'all are awesome. Thank you. Uh, you. know, I appreciate, always makes my day. I just have to tell y'all, you know, I say it every time I call in, but y'all are awesome, and I, I, I love this community of people that because of y'all have brought together. So high flash across the phone.
0: Thank you. I much <laughs> We got you. It.
4: Yeah. All right. Y'all take care. Stay weird.
0: You too. Stay safe and stay weird out there. All right, bye. Bye. Uh, Caller, definitely look through the chat here because there's a lot of uh, recommendations and smart smart folks over here.
1: There's a lot of smart people in the chat. Yeah. The chat and Discord is where you're going to find lots of information.
0: Man, just like the, the, the more you hear about her experiences and the location and stuff, it's just... <sighs> It's impossible to pinpoint it to one oh, singular yeah. phenomenon,
1: right? And I, it was especially gross when you kind of made the the comment about the house drawing her in, like, "Hey, I like you."
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, I like you. We are perfect examples. The more you dig into this shit, if it's it's cliche, but it's like it it starts digging back into you.
1: Oh yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, for sure. One hundred percent.
0: It eventually, if you are not, if you are not careful, like it's, it's easy to get consumed by it all. Right. It is just, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's weird. It is
1: weird. It's, I don't know. It's just, I don't know, man. It's like I said earlier. It's one of them things where when you get presented with. With a situation, you're going to be scared, but at the same time, it's like we're looking for that as well.
0: Yeah. It kind of, it's it's like a, a blessing and a curse almost, you know, yes. because once you do start dipping your toes into it and you start getting answers and more questions, it just makes you more interested and then it just keeps pulling you in and keeps pulling you in and keeps pulling you in and... Before, nice you know it, you got, before you know it, you got. Before you know, you got face stacking rocks around your yard, <laughs> and fucking.
1: Yeah, now you can't get out.
0: Age, age shifting skinwalkers walking down your block.
1: Bro, I don't even know. I don't even know.
0: I feel like that wouldn't be that far off. I don't know. No, like I, I said, it's that I recall. It it all feels really like I don't. It all feels really tricksterous to me. Like it's just trying it's- to. Like it's trying to fool her, like the rap in, in some in some way. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, but definitely, it definitely has a trickster vibe to it. And like I said, with the Faye, man, like you gotta—I feel like you gotta be pretty careful around
0: them. Oh Just, yeah,
1: there's little shysters.
0: Do not trust them. Right.
1: I don't think that it'd be a wise thing
0: no that... you know it, all your all your goddamn forks are gone
1: right and then you're not gonna be able to eat good stuff
0: no you then you just try to pick the rocks out of your backyard and they just keep stacking them up all over the damn place
1: yeah that's pretty rude because then you're gonna hit them with the mower eventually
0: yeah all right kidding, I'm, gonna,
1: I'm gonna answer this call this person keeps calling
0: yeah copy copy
1: all right welcome to the night shift
0: yo hey,
1: bros how's what's, it going what's going what on up? hey um
2: this is Greg from Cincinnati. Uh I had the pleasure of meeting you guys at uh the uh cryptid con back in November. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah, that was a good time. Um, hey, um, well, first I, I was uh I heard your previous caller talking about uh, you know, granite and ley lines and that sort of stuff and how there might be um, you know, metaphysical connection with that sort of stuff. But uh I I was just thinking about it and uh You know, the largest stones inside of the Great Pyramid in the King's Chamber are made out of granite. And um, granite contains a lot of uh, quartz in it. And quartz actually gives off a piezoelectric effect when it's under pressure. It gives off uh, negative ions. Um, And if you think about the immense weight that's pressing down on those from the rest of the pyramid, um, you know, people have talked about all kinds of wild experiences in the king's chamber so i uh, just wanted to throw that comment in there for you
1: that's that's
2: it that is. Just... i was
0: hoping somebody was going to call in and or at least mention in the chat and kind of give us some info another another thing tied to granite a lot of the missing 411 cases where people oh, yeah. go missing or where people are found or in large granite boulder fields
2: oh yeah the, have, you, have you, got, you guys seen the uh his newest one of the, the UFO connection. Yes. Mm -hmm. Man, that was wild. I, you know, he, he'd always kind of skirted away from the paranormal David flight but you know, for him to finally tie that
1: in was like, he's going all in now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was shocked whenever I saw the preview, I'm like, damn for a dude that a dude that liked to stand on the periphery of anything paranormal. He definitely took a dive right into the UFO
2: field. That was awesome absolutely hey um i got a couple quick stories for you guys um uh so i've only had a few really unexplainable paranormal um happenings in my life um i wouldn't say i'm really a a sensitive person uh but uh just to preface real quick this was in november of 2009 um wrecking leaves in the yard as you do in the Midwest in November. And, uh, (laughs) I was, um, coming up through my side yard and, uh, looked up toward the street between my neighbor's houses. We've got, we've got these, uh, large Texas bushes out near the street that are probably nearly five feet tall. And, um, it was kind of that golden hour of evening where the shadows are long and, uh, And I looked up toward the street and, um, right behind that big bush, I saw kind of sticking out to the side, just the head and shoulders of a shadow person. And, um, it was just a normal size shaped human shape. (laughs) And, uh, but it was just a black outline, just a silhouette. And, um, and as soon as I looked where its face should be, um, it it kind of seemed like it was like, oh, shit, he can see me. <laughs> and uh, immediately shot across my neighbor's yard to my left and out of sight behind their house. It must have covered like 60 or 70 feet in maybe a second and a half. Um, ar- the arms and legs were just kind of a blur and it just, it was just gone, man. Freak me, freaked me out so bad.
1: Well. Oh, I bet.
0: Because <laughs> that was gonna be the first thing I asked. Like, could you make out the rest of its body? But, uh, I mean, a lot I of people are another that. one of those things that just uh, like I have no idea. Is it something slipping into our to like crossing the veil into our reality? Because you would think yeah. if it is, they could just just pass back and forth. They wouldn't have to like run away, right? <laughs> Excuse me.
2: Well, that's what, it, and that's why it was so wild. It was like I. I mean, not that I could see an expression on a face, but like I just had this sense it was like, oh, he's not supposed to see me.
1: <laughs> and it took off. Right. And then for me, like the thing that makes that even more significant is you saw it peeking around the bush. Right. And like my brain could go, Okay, I just saw I just saw something. Like it maybe it's not real. But the fact that you seen it run away, you tracked it running. Yeah. Well, that's a whole new can of worms there yeah it was so wild because i'm not just seeing something <laughs> right and you know it, it didn't
2: have a hat on it didn't have different color eyes or anything it was just a silhouette and um and the craziest thing to me is like most of these shadow people's stories you hear about it's you know at night it's during a sleep paralysis episode in between kind of you waking and sleeping and um you know it was totally not that at all it was during daylight outside and um i very rarely hear other encounters like that so oh,
1: yeah and that, that was the other thing i was going to bring up but i didn't because i thought maybe i'd missed a detail like my brain was focusing on, on stuff <laughs> and i thought maybe i missed you saying like oh it had gotten dark or but initially when you said i'm like in the middle of the fucking day you saw that is weird <laughs> peek around the bush like what the it, it
0: almost it almost makes you wonder like The way the way you hear them react, nine times out of ten is like when we see them, they they pop back behind a tree or they pop back behind the buildings or they take off like almost like they're scared of us,
2: Mm -hmm. which is you know uh, more like just like oh you know I'm not supposed to be perceived like that's that's really my belief is there things are around us all the time and we just can't perceive them for the most part i agree certain circumstance certain certain times you can um so just to give a little bit more detail on the story um at the time my wife and i were actually doing a raw vegan diet um and had been for nearly a year i'd say at the time so i wasn't eating any processed food sugars meats dairy any of that sort of stuff um and at the time i was had the most energy I've ever felt in my life, um, just really kind of connected and plugged in. Um, and I felt kind of more open to the more subtle energies, I guess, around me. And, um, you know, a few other weird things happened. Um, but, you know, I, I think that really kind of opened me up to being able to perceive more of our hidden reality, I guess.
0: Yeah, that is I, interesting. I can see that. I can see yeah. that. Especially cut. It almost makes you bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say it almost makes you wonder if they're putting all these additives and shit in our food to dumb down (laughs) those (laughs) perceptions.
1: I wouldn't doubt it. Would not doubt it.
0: It's. I never thought of that until when you just said it. I was putting it together in my head as you were going. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, it
2: was. It was really interesting. I mean, just kind of just had you know noticing synchronicities and just just feeling just, you know, that flow state that people talk about, you know? right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, if you got, if you got time, I got a couple other quick ones. Um, yeah. so shortly after that, um, my, my wife was actually pregnant with our first child at the time. And, um, you know, uh, she was born in March in uh, of the next year. And, um, Shortly after she was born, um, I was up late one night, and uh, my wife had gone to bed, and the, the bassinet was next to our bed. And I, um, I think I came downstairs, and I was walking through our hallway to go uh, brush my teeth, and I just looked into the into the bedroom and saw two little like like half dollar size orbs, like a yellow and a green one, at the foot of the bassinet. And they did like a full circle uh, rotation around each other and then kind of shot off in different directions
1: and faded out. (laughs) That's weird, but it's not the first time I've heard that. Yeah. Believe it or not. And believe it or not, uh, I don't know if it was real or not, because you can ask Steve. My son had a hell of imagination when he was little. Mm, Yeah. But I don't remember. he would have been two or three. And he swears that a red and a blue orb Mm. came and talked to him one night. Wow. Like I said, don't know if it was real or not because he would always talk shit about how he would, uh, he was wanting to go outside and find Bigfoot and stuff. So, (laughs) you know, you gotta, you gotta keep that in mind as well. However, it's still really bizarre, man.
2: You know, uh, both of my kids have had, I guess what I would call night terrors too. Um, And, you know, some other creepy shit that maybe I'll (laughs) tell you about some other time. But, um, you know, just talking about weird dreams or is this a dream? You know, things coming in the room at night and shit like that. And I I have memories of stuff like that as a kid, too. Um, I have very foggy, vague memories. Um, To be honest, I don't remember a whole lot of my childhood, which, you know, you hear from... SRA survivors and abductees and this sort of stuff and I'm not saying that I am but I kind of wonder because I I have like I said memory of three small cloaked beings coming into my room as a kid and I I would always just hide under the covers I was always freaked out in my closet Um, I I even slept in like one of those mummy sleeping bags for a few years because i uh, weird, something weird was going on as a kid, and I and I and I thought about doing like a regression therapy, but I just don't know if I want to
1: open that can of worms. <laughs> you be braver than me, my friend.
0: <laughs> it, re- it reminds me of myself. I always had I uh, I don't even it wasn't even substantiated that I can remember. I should point that out, but I always had just an ingrained innate fear. Of gray extraterrestrials, man. I used to have a bunk bed mm. when I was little, and I would build. I would like pin up my blankets around the bunk bed and make like a like a <laughs> fort. When I would go to yeah. bed, and I'd stack my pillows up and shit, thinking that it would keep them out. Right. And, so I definitely would not do mm-hmm. regression.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I heard something. I was another show, I guess. Somebody was talking about, you know, I, I, um, oh, it was a. Uh, there's an abduction story and they were talking about like, you know, I heard those Barney and Betty Hill regression tapes and fuck that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Scary as hell, man.
0: Listen to the fear in that man's voice. No, tell me, tell me some shit didn't happen, please. Right.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Well, Uh one last quick one. And um, and then I'll let you guys go. But um, I think it was again, shortly later on in that year, but uh, my sister and I, uh and my wife we're we're coming home from somewhere and we we're coming in we have an attached garage we're coming in um the door and all of a sudden something shot by our feet like like it was a cat at least it seemed like a cat um like a and it was it was in dark and but we all three of us swore a cat just ran in the house <laughs> and i searched this entire house there's no cat in here <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it was just another
1: weird one. (laughs) I have no idea what it could be, and I don't know. I don't know that I would want to know.
0: I'd be telling it to leave.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Especially if you could equate the mass to the size of a cat. You know it's not a mouse or a rat.
2: Yeah. I mean, like I felt it brush against my leg. That's gross. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's gross. It
2: is uh, lastly, I wanted to tell you guys, um, the MUFON actually just moved its headquarters back here to Cincinnati a couple years ago, and they're doing their international symposium um, in August. It's the uh, 25th, I believe. I am definitely going to be there with some weird friends, and it would be awesome to see you guys there. So put it on your yes. if you can make it.
0: For sure, absolutely. Send us some information if you think about it. Send us on one of the socials. We're going to try yeah. to make some trips out uh, this year and go out and hang out with some of you, some of the holo cult.
2: <clears throat> That'd be awesome. It'll be awesome. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Well, it's great talking to you. Have a great night. You as well. Yeah.
0: Thanks for calling in and uh, stay safe and stay weird, weird, brother.
2: You too, man. Take care. Bye See ya. Bye.
0: Oh. Hollow cult, hollow cult,
1: hollow cult. Yeah, I'm not trying to have shit right in my house. Brush across no, my same. damn legs.
0: Same. If you're going to kick it in here, you got to pay rent and you got to talk it over with my shadow man. Right. Because he's got dibs.
1: Right. He'd been here before I was. He got seniority.
0: Yeah. And he's chill. So,
1: <laughs> right. So he's an acceptable roommate.
0: Yeah. Long as he stays in his little area and leaves my kids the fuck alone, it's fine. Then we good. <clears throat> well, Hollow Cult, it is that time again to wrap it up. The chat has been <clears throat> lived up to its Off name. The
1: rails, as usual.
0: Hollows Elite. That's what I should call the chat.
1: Like two different shows.
0: It really is, man. You could do play by play commentary of the chat. And just record that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah. Holocon, house elite, you know, you know how it is. Uh, it was great to see everybody in here. for sure. Uh, oh, we got a we got a first timer here.
1: A first timer.
0: Uh, Welcome to uh, the show, Alex. What a newbie. Unfortunately, it's over. But yeah. you still made it. You did just in it. time. Just in time.
1: Yeah, because it's almost two hours in.
0: I saw uh, Keith popped no, yeah. in.
1: Another first first timer.
0: Oh, another first timer. I think you I think Mo Max said he was from the UK too.
1: Hey, that's awesome.
0: It is awesome. Hence the uh, big bin in the background of the right. profile pic there. <clears throat> I saw uh, Keith popped in for a little bit and said, "What's up?" Remind me next time I have a ghost story to tell you that involves our buddy Keith.
1: Yeah, you guys, you guys remember
0: that. Yeah, somebody remember it because I won't. Yeah, I will. Keith, if, Keith, if you're still in here, remind me about the cemetery in Carlinville. Remind me to tell everybody that. oh <sighs> Yeah, that did involve a police officer as well. So Nice. Forgiveness not permission. Nice, nice, nice. But again, it was great to see everybody. Please support all uh, independent content creators. Our man Burton, the AI guys were in here, paranormal trucker, all all of the usuals We're <sighs> kicking it, hanging out.
1: Absolutely. And uh, I said Sheila there. She misspelled car. But it works
0: cat truck i mean we could i mean if we could put a cat mural it's it's literally
1: if you think about it it's literally like the opposite of the dumb and dumber dumb and dumber van yeah yeah they have a dog you put it
0: on the hell camino
1: cat truck that would be
0: that would be the best I'm just gonna you know what we were talking about earlier today I'm just gonna cash out my 401k and buy an El Camino with monster truck tires we probably i mean we I guess we could drive it to and from cons probably wouldn't get very good gas mileage with monster truck tires
1: uh, we'll just have Dylan help us we'll swap it out with the with the fuel injection motor and we'll be straight
0: Dude, people people are wanting forgiveness not permission t- shirts <laughs> <laughs> They're already in the works. Let's go. <laughs> oh, that, would be, that would be money. If we put like an alien abduction scene, because they ain't uh, going to ask you if you want it. That's true. Forgiveness, not that, permission.
1: True, I like it. So for all you artists out there, <clears throat> let's go. With let's. the Hell
0: Camino ramping over. He's,
1: here. He's talking about L.S.Y. That's exactly what I'm talking about. He'd be doing hella car truck burnouts. God, we live so... anywhere because we just blow tires off.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you want, if you want to hang out, you, the Holocon is going to be wherever you see the burnout smoke. That's right. <laughs> oh, that is right. Jesus, Stardust Ranchero, I love it. <laughs> We're gonna
1: have it's to. It's really go. naturally. I I got to go with the Hell Camino. I'm DVD gonna have to think up I,
0: my, my work car is an impala and I call it the Paula. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we could have if we get this uh Holocon set up, if we sign the right waivers, maybe we could have a demo derby. <laughs> that I way, so. that way we stay true to our roots here in Midwest Illinois. Everybody has a derby car and we can bring it to the masses.
1: That's true.
0: I think it's a win-win.
1: Yeah. As long not, as we're not
0: responsible. Yeah. You guys are signing, signing not responsible waivers. I've also thought of
1: picking a random state and written a billboard and then seeing if anybody can find it.
0: What do they get? I don't if know. They find it? I don't know. Oh, it's got to be, it's got to be a, a, like Hawaii. <laughs> That's random. <laughs> Business in the front, party in the back. It's all party. Let me tell you. All party. You got to hit 200 to see it. At this rate, it's going to be like 10 feet long. Circle headbangs are going to be epic, magnificent. Except that I'm old now and my neck yeah. doesn't work the way it's supposed to.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't foresee 200 in the near future.
0: Nah, we hit 100 today for about three seconds.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
0: They clicked in. They're like, "Now nah, we're cool." Yep. Ah, <laughs> that's okay. So I'm just gonna, maybe I don't know, man. Never rocked a ponytail, but we're getting close. You know, there you go. <clears throat> just accept my ingrained white trashness and. Rock a rat tail or something That'd be pretty cool. sick I wonder if anyone With a uh, rat tail Has ever fought The Otterman. man
1: Probably I mean Charlie Sheen Did go after him so
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah when I found that Article I was like alright We're in Yeah Maybe we can get Charlie Sheen on here. That would be a a fucking building fire of an interview.
1: Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, And since this episode has gone so long, I don't know if it'll happen or not, but our new hosting site is particular. I should have asked, but uh, I might have to cut this episode in half. Don't know for sure. Depends on the file size. I really don't want to compress it. So I might have to cut it in half, but we'll see. Hopefully I don't have to. Just letting everybody know just in case.
0: We'll just have to flex on them. Yeah. It stays one show.
1: It'll be released at the same time. It'll just be two different segments.
0: We don't have that kind of power. Right. Well, I'll wrap it up. I've been just talking shit this whole time. Kentucky waterfall. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But anyway, (laughs) Camaro hair. I, I like it. like it all right so we're gonna wrap her up that way we don't get kicked off our new host site within the first week so thanks for hanging out with us check out all independent content creators be sure to like and subscribe to the channel and all the other social medias and uh we'll be here next week kicking it check us out monday for the regular show kyle's got a skinwalker episode Join the Patreon. We got a uh, declassified CAA files coming out tomorrow. That good. And we're here next Wednesday. That's awesome. It's Mississippi mud flap. I got to get out of here. You guys, this chat's too much. Uh, thanks everybody, all the regulars. See Virgil in here, Maynard. Everybody, we love you guys. Absolutely. This is the highlight of the week. Let me tell you, just kicking it with my weirdo friends. Snacks. So stay safe, stay weird, and don't make any deals with any fey folk, please and thank you.